Knockout Ginger, episode 58 with Nick Frazier. He's on the phone. I'm in my parents' basement. Also on the phone. We're both on the phone. Um, I tried to do a solo pod out front and then a quick chat with Nick, but that's really hard to talk to yourself and just keep it going. So it's mostly Nick, and this is all for me. Thanks for coming out. F all the haters. Sir. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. How are you? Yeah. How are you? Uh, Good. You know. Good. Life is strange. Strange as always. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, looking forward to performing again. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Are we recording already? Uh, I mean, yes, but none of this has to go in. (laughs) Whatever, whatever you want to do. I'm just curious. Just curious. You know, it's not like Zoom when you have the recording button that just shows you the thing. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I'm I've gotten a well, couple variables. My computer is absolute. Yeah, I mean, it's ten years old, so I can't really do the multi-track podcast thing anymore at the moment. So I'm right. just doing like in solo and like some short check-in type things. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, gearing up to. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. All right. I still haven't figured this out. I I've got like a I've got a dongle going into a auxiliary cord with a quarter inch adapter going into a Zoom. Perfect. So I'm not Perfect. sure why you can hear me, but <laughs> <laughs> Um are you do you have any gigs coming up? Uh I'm playing uh Wednesdays at uh at uh, Jazz Bistro in February with Ian Sinclair. Um, that is a jam session, early evening, nice. 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And uh, I'm going to go to New York for a week, and I'm playing a few shows there, knock on wood. Uh, with uh, your band? or Well, no. Uh, um, there's this idea of starting a sort of collective band with, Darren Johnson, a trumpet player, uh, Michael Bates, a bass player, and Anna Weber. Nice. And uh, um, and me. And so we're going to rehearse and do a show, and I'm playing a trio show at the Downtown Music Gallery with Brandon Lopez and Matt Maneri. Sweet. And also in Bushwick with Michael Atias and... Um, and Darren and Michael on that one too. Nice. Is that going to be like the Bushwick Public House thing, or is it a different? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Stephen Gochi. Yeah. He, uh, the the um, prolific musician and uh, curator Stephen Gochi. Yeah, those. I uh... think he made more. I think he made more albums in the last two years than any other musician I know. 
that's I mean he like he's a force. Yeah. Those, those Monday yeah. nights are crazy. Like I don't think. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've made it through a full show even. No, no, it's hard. It's hard. Usually there are five bands. Marathons. And uh, yeah, marathons. But it's fun. It's nice. It's a nice hang. Yeah, it's super fun. And I, I I used to be able to walk there and the good old the glory days. Yeah. Glory days of what? What are we talking about? Twenty fifteen. Those uh, are. <laughs> yeah, I think. I'm so. just guessing. I think so, or maybe, maybe more sixteen, seventeen. Right. I feel like my I base everything off of, uh, where the Jets were. <laughs> you don't base everything off the election of Donald Trump, uh, Mike. Uh. I do. I really do. But it was at the that was at the end, kind of for me. Right. So right. there's no uh, not. I mean, the end, the end of my time in New York. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading this book called On Decline by Andrew Potter. Um, basically, the the crux of it is that we are coming out of a period of stagnation economic and cultural stagnation that we've we've been in since around the 1970s and entering into true the true decline of humanity and uh it's really hard it's hard to argue with him hard to argue (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we're i guess depending on his timeline kind of kind of matches right up with that like um theory that we're kind of in the roaring 20s again and then there's another great depression coming in the 30s but right i don't know well, if that's yeah. anyone of anyone of note that said that or i've just heard like things on twitter but yeah it's hard to know these things i definitely think the financial end times are coming along with the 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 actual end times yeah some of these days are coming up pretty quick yeah um <laughs> i don't know like i, I i'm i'm ruined you know like <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god like uh i don't know how um the recovery process of this is going to be very interesting even if we can if we can even call it that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Are you reading this for your enjoyment or for your, for school? It's for my enjoyment, but it has a lot of um, resonance in terms of the things that we uh, talk about and, uh, do in my in my school right yeah i'm still thinking about that a lot that might be a thing that i should do uh maybe i don't know maybe i can't say yeah you know i'll 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 let you know what i think when i'm done (laughs) it's uh it's tough to yeah, I don't know. I like reading a lot. 
I yeah. like writing. And if there's a if there's like a bit of openness, I can get pretty into it. Yeah. But there's very few uh I'm not I <laughs> I enjoy school, but I'm so bad at it is the problem. Right. So although, you know, in um like there seems to be in grad school there seems to be quite a bit of play. Like quite a bit of um flexibility. That's what that's what I've noticed. <laughs> I think I need less. <laughs> I need like handcuffs and someone going, All right, you're gonna do this now. You know, like right, right. I don't know. Well wh- yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. So th- that's the dominatrix model of education. It's a fucking goddamn family show. Um, I think <laughs> I. Uh... I have a new record out. It came out in September. It's called "If There Were No Opposites." Right. Uh, yeah. It's very it, good. Oh well, thanks, thanks, Mike. Um. And I'm thinking of I'm writing some music for a new one, which might we might record in the summer. I'm I'm still unsure about it, but we'll see. I don't know what I don't know what we're doing as a um, as a community, as a as a scene, as a way of life. Music, live music, as a way of life. You don't know what we're doing. That is uh, <laughs> like uh, how did you? So how many records have you put out during COVID, just so I'm... Have I put out... During COVID, um, like, is it? did you just release the one in the last two years, or was yeah, there one before? Yeah. No, the, there was zoning before, but it was 2019. Right. I've played on a few records that came out, like early in the pandemic, Peripheral Visions record came out, Lena's record, Vegetables, came out in during COVID. Is that, a, uh, is that the quartet? Yeah, Nina Alamano 4. Huh, I haven't and even then, heard that one yet. You haven't heard Vegetables? I didn't know vegetables. that even existed. No one even told me about this. Oh my God, Mike. Mike, you got to get on, get with the program. You got to get on Facebook. That's what you got to do. Facebook is it's coming back. Yeah? <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll send you a link. Of vegetables because we already even recorded we already recorded the new one plague diaries that lena wrote in the first uh stage of lockdown she wrote a whole suite awesome yeah oh so i think and, andrew uh, was telling me this this is the one where he's yeah. mostly boeing i don't i i think he might have one tune where he plays pits on the whole record Cool. Certainly, there's no tune where he plays all pits. Yeah. Um, well, so I guess part of my question was. Uh, oh, but wait, wait. Oh. So, so the I also did a bunch of duo recording sessions because it felt like manageable, COVID-wise, mm-hmm. just playing duo. And I was having people over to the house playing duo, and so that turned into. Uh, and I went was going up to Doug Tielli. So Doug Tielli and I have a duo record that's coming in February. And uh, also a kind of record of compositions that might come out at some point. And I did a duo record with Lena that we got 
we did a bunch of duo improvisations and sketches, and then we sent them around to um, various people, Nick Dunstan and Karen Ng and Brian Q and Mira Martin Gray, and they remixed it. So there's kind of like an electronic remix element. Nice. Uh, I have a record coming out at some point with uh, John Camille Farrar, duo record. He's a pianist from, well, he's from Brampton, but he lives in Berlin. And uh, it's also kind of electronic. And then Brody West and I have a duo record uh, coming out called uh, Nick Fraser and Brody West, Letter Rip. This is awesome. And, and uh, there, there, there are some things, some things in the pipeline. Scott Thompson and I did a duo session. I don't know if that's, I don't know what's going to happen with that one, but we'll see. Nice. Uh-huh. I just want the transact to reopen. That's really what I want. Is there a timeline for that, or does anyone know anything, or is it I top never secret? Tell. I could never tell. If they're kind of. I mean, they're still working on the renovation. They're doing some live stream things now, so that's nice. Do we uh, do we think as a collective that we're gonna like the renovations? Oh yeah, it looks like the transact. I yeah. mean, I think they did a lot of behind the scenes work, uh, like you know the stuff you can't see. Yeah. In renovation speak, uh, it's not it's not transformed. It looks like the transact. It's just got. Good. Some nicer things, and it's apparently better soundproofed. Knock on wood. Hmm. Like between the two, between the main hall and the southern cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I, I was going to ask about how you're approaching releasing music right now, because I've got oh, man. like more so like a que- like sure public podcast whatever, but also straight up looking for advice because I've got I think I've got two in the can and one about to record and uh-huh. I, just, I just don't know what to do like with yeah, my I'm with, you. I'm with you on that like especially with I mean, my small audience like simply a post going like hey this is out now is like almost feels like I'm wasting time and resources a little bit you know I like I I don't know what the yeah Oh man! I mean, every time I uh, have any kind of um, release, I end up going into some kind of existential crisis about about uh, about dissemination. And uh, I'm I could be wrong, but but you know, I I also every time I do it, I go, man, well, this is the last time I make a CD. Like for sure, this is the last time I make a CD. But then, with the digital only releases, still get less uh, attention and press and uh, uh, whatnot. Right. You it's... know, people still don't take it seriously in some way or another. Yeah. So this is the problem. So it's very confusing. It's very confusing. Um, I know that. You know, people even like mainstream type people who sell more records than I do, they they've gone to strictly digital and the only they only they print maybe 
100 or 200 copies just for press. Right. That seems like something that I'm... That seems like the best option at yeah. this p- point, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I, like, I just... I don't sell... I'm not sure if I've even really ever sold a CD that I didn't... Um, like outside of a, a CD release tour or tour or show, like uh, yeah, yeah. I um, so it's tough. Like I just don't. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, the one with John Farrar, I hope will come out on vinyl. Uh, there's a guy in Vancouver who I think is interested in putting it out. And that seems nice, just vinyl and digital, limited edition vinyl and digital. Yeah. That seems like, um, that seems good to me. Yeah, I like, I I do like that a lot, Uh, especially if I'm particularly attached to the cover art. Um, How was that tour that you guys did with Lena's band? It was really fun. I mean, it was really fun. It was really weird to be on the road during COVID. But, you know, once you get over, once you get over sort of like just having to show your vaccine anytime you go anywhere and wear a mask on trains and like get tested at this time and do this, that, the other thing, whatever. Once you get used to like the protocols in another country, uh, then it's, it's okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the, the, we got out just in time because like the day after we left our last gig was in Austria and the day after we left was uh, they, they went into full lockdown so um, you know it was definitely a, um, a presence in our like on our tour it didn't just feel like oh we're back to normal everything's fine you know right uh, yeah and I was supposed to go back in December with Florian Hoffner but that got cancelled And I feel like it's just, well, you know, who knows? I mean, uh, like, I feel like on some level, it's the next few months are going to be still operating by fits and starts because there's still going to be people getting sick and outbreaks and little like places closing for a week here or a week there, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be gonna be messy yeah um get where uh rex is opening up tomorrow yeah back to war back to war <laughs> yeah yeah lena was laughing about her timing she was here in january she had a bunch of gigs booked like just through the month of january and then basically the day she leaves <laughs> it opens back up shit is so she still here or... Yeah, like till until I think Tuesday. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
what's your what's your new what's your new thing that's coming up? Is it more solo bass stuff? Uh, it it was so I recorded it as, as solo bass. Um, last time I was in New York, so I guess December two thousand nineteen, I recorded. It was gonna be just okay. I'm gonna well okay. So I got my bass out of storage, mm-hmm. and I I I felt super excited and inspired to play my own instrument for the first time in like two years or something. So I just called mm-hmm. a friend and said, "Let's can we? Do you have time? Can I record something?" And I was just gonna put it straight out, like straight improvised, basically no editing, just get something out, and then. I got distracted and nothing happened and then I just started sending it around to people to play on. So it's awesome. kind of like a remotely recorded improvised record. Uh-huh. And uh nice. It's uh I don't know what it is really. Like it's um there's there's some tracks on it that are definitely like jazz and improvised like in our whatever mm-hmm. canon that we that you and I are in whatever you know I don't I, I still yeah. don't know what to say ever but it's also kind of there's also like a bit of like maybe Bonnie Vare or Mars Volta kind of thing oh, going cool. on. so I don't cool. I don't know what it is or who to send it to or who to tell you know I but yeah well that's good that's good news I think you know which part the the part that i'm like lost if you don't know what it is like if you, if if something's unclear conceptually it probably means it's interesting like if you're not sure how to categorize it i think that's good news yeah you can speak probably speaks to um like an openness in the music Yeah, I don't know. Some days I listen to it and I go, all right, we're doing okay. And then some days I'm plugging away at it and I'm going, what do I even, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The forever struggle, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's... uh, Um, sorry, this is very, it's very hard to (laughs) speak and try to produce a podcast at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's for sure. You know, when we did, when we... Like I'm, I don't want to make more work for you, but uh, when I did last time, I did your podcast. I did one with Pete Johnson. Yeah, and he edited out the pauses in my in my speech, mm-hmm. and I I sound a lot um, uh, more articulate, smarter. Um, podcast moves a little more i'm not trying to tell you what to do mike but yeah the problem is i can't you can also just speed it up 
just like just uh, yeah go like like do you ever do this when you're watching a boring movie and you're like oh god it's so boring but i like an you know an action movie or something that's not very good and then you just watch it a little faster like at 1.25 no no just me (laughs) i'm not you would turn it off i wouldn't know how that would be smart (laughs) i wouldn't know how to adjust the speed to begin with and i probably haven't watched a movie in five years oh yeah right you're not a movie guy i remember that now trying to think what the last movie except for space except for for space jam i mean yeah i mean sure it's on my list but what if the winnipeg jets made a hockey themed version of space jam i mean i'd be i'd be thrilled to watch it the first time probably you know Uh (laughs) uh At this point, who who's our Michael Jordan? Not sure, but um, we're oh, don't get me started. Right. The coach quit, I, and we ran out of right-handed shots. No <laughs> right-handed shots in the lineup. Like, come on! Like, how do you let that happen? What? You got me, Mike. Yeah. Maybe I need to be a... I don't know. Maybe that's where I should be. In the hockey industry. Yeah, making sure everyone's got an even amount of right-handed and left shots in their lineups. Is it kind of... Is that like in baseball you want balance? I guess so. Yeah, it it's like... It's one of those things that I'm not sure how how big of a problem it actually is how many teams actually get to the point where there's no one or the other in the lineup but mm-hmm. when it happens it's a problem like that like, it's noticeable it's noticeable. Uh, it's uh yeah because you you i mean uh, <laughs> liter- <laughs> literally science and math like <laughs> Geography, physics, uh, not geography, uh-huh. geometry, physics, right? Grav, like you can't stand five people on the ice that shoot the same way <laughs> when you're in the offensive zone. It's just you can't. It doesn't work because you're all facing each other's back. I what? Woo! <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Have you? Uh, do you have any um, any recordings you're uh, listening to that you want to talk about? Anything? Any new stuff uh, that you're falling into? Well, Brody, Brody gave me the CD. Uh, it's it's Fred Anderson and the DKV Trio, which is uh, Ken Vandermark, Kent Kessler, and Hamid Drake, and. Um, uh, but it is a kind of interesting record, kind of interesting record. Not great record, but interesting. Should I cut that part out, or no? That's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, what else have I been listening to? Oh man, the other night, Lena uh, and Brody and I were listening to Brass Knuckle Sandwich, the 
uh, Nicole Rampersad, Marilyn Lerner duo. It's so good. It's really good. Brass and Knuckle Sandwich. To, yeah. And uh, we listened also to Bill Dixon's solo record that already got. Amazing. Unbelievable. Cool. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it's called because it's Brody's. It's, but it's a du- double solo CD by Bill Dixon recorded like between the 70s and 80s. And it's brilliant. Uh, I'm going to go make dinner, uh, Mike. Are you back? You're back in... Uh... Yeah, I've been hanging out um, for... Usually come back. I will... <laughs> Usually, that was going to be a really frustrating sentence, but I'm going to say it anyway. I usually come back during COVID shutdowns. Um, <laughs> that's a regular thing now, but it, it's just like, uh, it's nice to watch hockey games on a big TV and then like use my dad's exercise bike at night when I've, you know, right. it's like almost the only way I've managed to make it through this, I think. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so does that mean you're moving back downtown tomorrow? Yeah, I think I'm going to go tonight, actually. Right. After dinner. Right. All right. Should we... Uh... Yeah, let's call it. All right. Uh, do a quick... Um... Well, I well, or yeah. I guess you already a quick, talked about a quick, it. Like, um, uh, you were listening to... Mike Big Hunt. What's it called again? I don't know. Knockout Ginger. Yeah. Knockout Ginger. Um, you're, li- you're listening to Knockout Ginger with Mike Big Hunt. I'm Nick Fraser, and you're listening to Mike Big Hunt's Knockout Ginger, wherever you get your podcasts. Wicked. I'm going to use those. For real, actually. I was going to say, uh, do a quick uh, run back on your gigs, but Wednesday's at the Bistro. Yeah, jam and... session. And uh, uh, some in New York, the week of February 21st. And. Uh... Oh, we. There's a chance I might be there at the same time, actually. Oh, wow. Great. Chris Platt and I are. I mean, I'm...